Hello friends and welcome to XP to Life, a podcast that adds EXP to life. My name is Chippy and with each episode, we'll talk about video gaming stories, discuss ideas, and find ways to gamify life. Alright, welcome to the show and I'm so happy that you are here joining us on our first episode. Finally found the right topic to make a first episode. Let me tell you about how it started, the idea. Okay, so I was sifting through my memo and notes from a whiteboard at the side of my computer to find out that I've been taking an onboarding for my work and a lot of it has to deal with processes in writing and it is a tutorial so a lot of things popped up in my head podcast episode tutorial gaming okay let's go with that Wait, let's go with tutorials because tutorials are very important apart when you're starting a game especially if you have no knowledge of how it's done or of how it is to play it or what to expect when playing it i felt that tutorials would be the first episode i would talk to with this show being of gaming concepts and leveling up in life uh, so we all start from level zero and if i'm to react to a episode of equip called being a noob well tutorials are basically designed to help you progress tr- through the game or through life that it is that we are playing this irl game <laughs> in that sense I can tell you that when I, s- when I thought of tutorials, I uh, looked upon my personal experiences of video gaming to find that I did learn to play games because of these tutorial levels. It was taught to me in different forms, and I'll tell you now what those forms are, uh, specifically to some of the games that I uh, played, and may it serve as examples. So the idea here is whether you are uh, a new gamer or someone who's been in uh, the hobby for a very long time, I hope I can tell those stories in such a way that it will entertain and educate you. So I'll go with that from here. Let's talk about the first video game that I ever really got the chance to have a core memory and that learning experience with a tutorial that would have been Age of Empires uh, when the time that it came out yes there was Age of Empires I remember it on our Pentium 2 and Pentium 3 computer back then back in the day Age of Empires was such a groundbreaking game that I bonded over with my brother to find out that the game was entertaining it, it gave me a, an interest to learn history and it's the foundation for my background and my interest. Age of Empires was one of the first games to have this tutorial for a group. Uh, I believe it was the Greeks. Back then they were in the Stone Age. I'll tell you how the gameplay works. You start out with a few villagers and then you go and collect resources being food, wood, stone, gold and you get to build houses help advance your civilization because there are a lot of things out in the wilderness uh, such as other civilizations that are out to get you so it's a matter of survival so you have to have a keen mind me and my brother at the time we never really had that concept 
of developing as an empire all we were doing was actually just enjoying the game and seeing all the pretty colors on screen and all the pixels and how they would interact and how uh, the sounds the villagers would make <laughs> yeah it's really ingrained in our heads of how the sound effects are <sighs> or wololo <laughs> if you if you can relate to those sounds then uh, yeah we're, we're good buddy let me tell you at least the tutorial levels how it went is that the game will teach you how to play it everything from the camera and how to build and what recommended things you need to do to help your civilization progress so the tutorial was strange in that we w it was as basic as uh, listening to it and then clicking and knowing how these things work I guess it it gave us a, a loop of sorts that me and my brother could actually control a bunch of people in game we would make the pyramids of Giza <laughs> something like that <laughs> it's actually very possible and that game had structure as a tutorial it was basically like going in a virtual classroom w which you would have to interact with elements or things inside it. it it was a really good time there was a story with the game too and it made it fun just to listen to how it was told in those viewpoints Age of Empires 2 which took place in the medieval era uh, had these stories based on several notable figures like William Wallace, Joan of Arc, Genghis Khan, there was Saladin they had that good narration Barbarossa also with that German accent <laughs> it was narrated by several voice actors and it was a good time to learn how these things work so uh, I'ma leave Age of Empires there and I'll go with the next game growing up it would be have been Counter-Strike this was the 1.5 the pure uncut game from back then uh, after having a background in Half-Life Counter-Strike gave that sense of realism I'll tell you that I learned Counter-Strike with friends in high school it was one of those days where I got to learn a lot about the street because we were really sheltered and it was only at the time where we learned to eat street foods so ayun the first uh, street food ko nag double dip pa ako with the <laughs> with the tempura to the gawking eyes of my other classmates who said no no man don't you don't do that have some manners at least so I double dip without the knowledge too it was also the first time that we also rode the public jeepney to know how these routes work so it was a learning experience on its own with friends and it's fun and then when we got to the internet cafe yeah I guess it was one of the first memories I can remember being in an internet cafe too because I'll talk about internet cafes in different topics we had these at home but we never saw a place that had an entire line of dedicated PCs for gaming and at the time Counter-Strike was the height of its glory days learning the game it was CS Assault it was a map that was based on an apartment complex and a warehouse I got on top of the apartment with an MP5. It was a submachine gun. It had very limited range. And I was using that to snipe <laughs> friends. Only later did I had to learn that sniper rifles and assault rifles work best in long range. 
and SMGs would work best in close quarters or, or shorter ranges. So I had to learn those things within the game, not consulting a guy, not having YouTube because YouTube at the time never even existed. And if it did, it only had a very limited type of content, game guides, what types of guns to use, or even those competitive matches at that time. We never had any knowledge of that. All we knew was that we, uh, we were fighting the other section. Uh, it was a very nice time wherein at least every guy, I believe in our high school batch, was able to play Counter-Strike and we would form teams against each other and we would play Deathmatch and Didas, Didas 2. We would play so many rounds of games that it was a process of learning while playing. <laughs> so yes, I still don't know how to actually do a knife kill. <laughs> Even now with the current Counter-Strike. Because it's a gun game, why bring a knife fight to a gun game? <laughs> uh, okay, so going back, we talked about two different types of games. One with structure and the other one by learning while playing. Now there are two more games I'd like to talk about in regards to these schools of thought. Yes, one of these games after Counter-Strike. The flavor of the day would either be Counter-Strike or an old game called Dota. The, the Warcraft mod, this was, uh, oh my gosh, uh, it's bringing back a lot of memories. Dota was one of the first games that we really played on Warcraft with other people because we never played Dota 5v5. It would usually be me and my brother teaming up against 4AI <laughs> and we would be playing the base building games of Warcraft. It had its own different style. Dota was a offshoot. It was a user-designed map by Icefrag, and at the time, I remember that I played 6.27. It, it was our initiation within the game to learn how these things work. 6.27, and then we never even knew that there were updates. So having these updates and having the internet to know these things gave a different sense of meaning to how a tutorial would be played. So in Dota, I had to learn a champion, and one of the first ones was the most picked among all called uh, Dwarven Sniper. None of our friends knew how to play the other champions. We never had that knowledge unless we experimented. After a few games, we would learn that, ah, so Sniper is not, Sniper is unique, but other heroes are just as unique. We just n learned how to use them. and. There wasn't so many concepts within that game, aside from the laning, we would actually just take one lane <laughs> and we would all fight in that lane instead of the other ones. So Rota has evolved into a very complex game wherein, if you're a newbie, it will take you a lot to learn within the game of how it actually works. There are many things within that game and you gradually learn it by victory or by defeat. A lot of defeat. <laughs> uh, there'll be a lot of red days. Your MMR might be so bad <laughs> on some. I still have friends who play Dota 2. Uh, myself, I went for other games instead. <laughs> and one of these games was another first person shooter called Call of Duty. Now, with Call of Duty, the game had this structure to immerse you 
the first ones, the real first OG ones with World War Two. Back then, Call of Duty, when it first started, was an off sh- was really competing with another game called Medal of Honor. And by that time, my father and I were watching a lot of these war movies, so we would actually appreciate what older generations have done for us. So we would have these liberties, as you say. Okay, so with Call of Duty uh, or Medal of Honor. Those games had boot camp sections where in a drill sergeant you would have instructors telling you what to do at a specific time. You would actually go through a obstacle course. And it's nice to see that sense of realism. But then it gets broken when the drill sergeant says press right mouse button to aim down your sights. <laughs> I don't think they do that in real life. <laughs> yeah. You get to learn these things from a drill instructor or from the boot camp. Oh, how to throw grenades, uh, how to melee with a knife, how to how to use sights properly, crouch, how to use short bursts. These were featured in the game, and newer games don't have that sense. Possibly, uh, I don't know. I've tried Valorant, but yeah, it doesn't feel as the same as how it was before because there was really that intensity um, of possibly how the game is played there is one section with call of duty or medal of honor where they you would have to go prone and have to go through machine gun fire i know it's a psychological thing with soldiers to go through that but in hindsight it's also a way as machine gun fire is buzzing towards your head it's a way for you to actually get immersed at oh this is going to hurt you if you stand you're gonna die if you stand so you better keep your head down and keep moving so compared with counter-strike where cover is basically non-existent or if there is it's limited call of duty introduce those concepts of a gunfight and how to use cover and what types of cover you should be taking cover from so it's not just a piece of plywood it's really something bulky so those things made for a learning experience that I still carry to this day because a lot of shooters still have those elements within them that's one aspect of a tutorial that I can tell you because these tutorials do carry weight within them other games will usually have the same elements that they carry over from the same genre such as strategy games or MOBAs or first-person shooters or even RPGs most of the game mechanics are the same although they're interpreted differently Uh, some gimmicks are added but they do have the core elements that you need to when you start learning things so let's go on with one of my other games that I've learned back then so one of the games that could be potentially something that you can relate to would be minecraft and i've had that experience with minecraft back in 2015 i too tried to make content out of it when the content market for youtube was still booming so pewdiepie was really taking the largest piece of pie and then there were others so in that regard minecraft was a game at that time there was not much uh, game guides aside from those that were providing the content and i decided to play it and go blind from my first playthrough i remember making a dirt house and just plopping up in a world where i had no idea what i was doing so i started 
to explore my surroundings I found that it was very simple to just dig a hole with those first sounds and I was able to punch a tree and make wood out of it <laughs> which was strange but okay game logic I decided to also make sure that I would build something before the end of the day because once night happened <laughs> I didn't know what to expect and I started hearing creepy sounds I knew there were zombies back then but I didn't know until one such sound killed me it was <laughs> you can figure out what comes next I decided to restart the game and find out that if I can actually dig my house in a cave that would make it better because I would have resources and I, I would start crafting these little pickaxes and start mining from within and under I had nothing to consult with I never got to finish minecraft I never got to go at a level wherein I would use redstone <laughs> so yes if we ever get the chance to play and chance to finish minecraft together I'd like that experience very much uh, just <laughs> DM me for invitation so with minecraft it was an experimental getting to know type of tutorial wherein you really have to either reference it from a guide source it from the community ask questions or at least do your own experiments with tutorials i guess the game designers mojang at the time wanted the game to have that sense of wonder and excitement because it was one of the few games that really sparked my imagination out of many it was lego in a pc <laughs> other lego games had that but minecraft gave that new type of experience in a blocky world so those types of games i can tell you are just small glimpses into many stories that i can tell later on we'll have a lot of episodes covering them i've already shown a few glimpses but getting back to tutorials we do have a lot in life that are available especially in this information age you have youtube you have google you have things just outside your classroom or outside even at home there are many different types of tutorials to undergo in this IRL game called life there's family there's school there's career and business things that you have to deal with and it's usually on your first that you get the tutorial you you get the manual you get heads up from a superior or from one who's already been there before and I'll tell you this two schools of thought with tutorials it would be learning by your own doing or you're learning with a mentor or with someone who's more experienced I can tell you that there are definitely pros and cons to this as I've experienced it before so learning by doing means that you're experimenting with your own experiences it is very nice to find that sense of accomplishment like I remember when I first made a pickaxe from minecraft a stone pickaxe wow i could actually mine things faster with this rather than my bare hands <laughs> my bare blocky hand so that of itself that that sense of discovery at the time it was a dopamine rush in my head and i got addicted i made the little mini castle a mini fort for the day ended I, I guess its advantage is that it really gives you a aha moment when you discover what you need to but at the same time you are very limited to learning with your own experiences 
so you really have to encompass your senses the five senses to learn what you are learning whether that's being school or a job especially now that i've taken a job in regards to writing so there are things in regards to my own experiences and the client's experiences that i have to fuse together to make it relatable to everyone so yes that's learning by doing now when you learn with someone an experienced person or a mentor is good because you're really taking their knowledge and in a sense that you're absorbing the knowledge that they've taught and you act upon it and possibly improve speaking of learning with a mentor i believe your first mentors would be the family parents and whatever house chores you have to do at home so learning from them is a experience that we all have to get on as we age learning how to do this uh, learning how to cook rice laundry and such these are basic survival things that we will need especially when we live in a city wherever it is important that we learn these survival skills because we can also pass it down towards others and having these skills uh, being taught by a mentor or a parent or a guardian helps to speed things up especially because we are priced by time so having a mentor means that okay they've got this they teach me i learn from them and hopefully i will make things the best that i can be in my own way so i hope you do get that little description those two schools of thought i believe there are so many others because you can get you can source information from books you can source information from friends you can get their opinions and you really have to sift to the right content or the right information in these times to really what it is you have to learn that you need to within the tutorial level because what happens after the tutorial level is going to be on our own and that's going to be the topic for my next episode but hopefully I have helped you uh, get to know how I would do this and hopefully improve in the future because I'll tell you that in podcasting, uh, learning by doing is a very different experience compared to learning with someone like a mentor. So again, I'd like to give a shout out to Equip, to the host Isa Gonzalez for giving me that right spark to start the first episode for XP to Life so i guess this is all i'll see you in the next one so okay one last thing before i leave i forgot to mention that i'm going to ask a question per the end of the show just so we can get a conversation flowing i'd like to know how you guys learn best is it learning by doing or do you need someone to teach you Uh, let me know and i hope to hear your answers soon hey i hope you like the show let me know what you think. For feedback, suggestions, or possible collaborations, feel free to send an email to xp2life at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. Catch you on the next episode.